Welcome to Echo Management's podcast, Disease Du Jour, which is focused on equine research and current best practices. Disease Du Jour is brought to you in 2020 by Merck Animal Health. I'm your host, Kim Brown, publisher of Equi Management. Today's episode is about the Equine Disease Communication Center. Our guest is Dr. Nat White, Professor Emeritus of Equine Surgery at the Marion DuPont Scott Equine Medical Center in Leesburg, Virginia. Dr. White was the driving force for the creation of this important program to share infectious disease information with veterinarians and the horse industry. Thank you, Dr. White, for joining us today. And could you tell us a little bit about the background of how the Equine Disease Communication Center was founded? So to give a little bit of background about how I got interested, in 2007, our hospital had a herpes outbreak, neurological herpes. And from that, we learned, one of the important lessons we learned that was communication was the key to having this get successfully completed and everything happening the way we wanted it to. The next part was the USDA having a forum at the American Horse Council meeting in 2010. There they put a scenario out, what if we had a herpes outbreak? How would the horse industry respond? And we went through several scenarios of what we should do. And from that, the USDA came up with the idea of a National Equine Health Plan with the Horse Council. And so I got involved with that because I could see that that would be something that would help this whole idea of how to communicate during an outbreak or some catastrophe. And so from there, in 2011, when the Ogden Cutting Horse show got had the herpes outbreak and the rumors were rampant and a lot of horses were affected, shows were canceled. I was in the AAP officer chain and I said, we really need to do something about this. AAP needs to help its members to help communicate and know what's going on. So we formed a task force, I chaired it, and we came up with two, we came up with two things that we needed to do. One was to have a communication system of some sort the other was to provide biosecurity information to veterinarians and the horse owners. Biosecurity information was actually being managed by California at the time. Their big uh, <clears throat> publication that came out really uh, helped with that. We decided that's good for now. Let's go on and let's do a, a communication center. So then I started working with the Horse Council. Um, the Horse Council with Jay Hickey was there. We got with Jerry Black. I were, and then I met at, I think it was 2013, with state veterinarians at the Horse Council meeting, and I said, here's what we want to do. We need your help. And there was a bit of pushback <clears throat> because they were concerned that the communication we would release would conflict with what they were saying and what they legally could say because there are rules in each state about what can be, what can be shared. So um, they all agreed, let's give it a try, and we worked on that part. Jay Hickey, Jerry Black, Keith and I worked, Keith Klein worked on fundraising. And they were quite successful, and then the next year, because we were making that effort, the USDA 
provided a grant, $75,000 a year for two years to get us kicked and kick-started, and it did, it got us going. So we set it up in April of 2015. We started posting on the website, mostly just to test it, to make sure we had some people, state veterinarians helping us. And then in April of 2016, we hired a communication manager, at that time Bailey McCallum. We set up the system by which we would share the alerts, had a protocol, and basically from then on we went to the next stage, which is develop a database, which we have done, so that every report that comes in from a veterinarian or a state veterinarian is put into the database <clears throat> that automatically generates the information we need for an alert, which we copy and post into the website. From there, we can go in and ask for basically the reports that we put out monthly and then annually, and it helps us calibrate accurately how many cases were there, how many locations, all these things that we hope are helpful to people. I might back up a little bit and to say that not all states talk to each other when they have an outbreak. You could be in a state that's adjacent to your state and you would never know necessarily at a herpes outbreak unless the media got a hold of it. And so some people that were, I guess the state veterinarians were concerned that what we were doing would conflict with them as they didn't want to start a problem. And those people have basically all turned around and said, this is great, I rely on you to help get the message out about what's happening, what's going on. The biggest value to me is to have that information out there so people know what's going on, they know somebody's doing something about this, they know it's quarantined, and then they can go about their business with less concern. Still have to be aware. So that's where we are today. We have a new communication manager, Katie McDaniel, and she's helping to do everything we do, everything from the database to posting the alerts, sending out the messages. Part of the system of messaging is a email alert system in MailChimp. We have now 8,084 email addresses that receive an alert whenever we send one out. And we have we post on Facebook as well, and we have about 12,400 of them, followers. And then we have a Twitter account, which we also put out. <clears throat> that is the most efficient way, we think, to get the word out quickly. And we literally, in the case of a herpes outbreak, try to get it out posted within hours. Maybe not always successful, but that's what we try to do. And talk to a little bit about uh, who is supporting this because this this takes some resources and let's draw a little attention to the the groups and the the companies who are supporting the equine disease communication center the disease du jour podcast is brought to you by merck animal health learn more about merck's equine products at merck-animal-health-usa.com 
So the Equine Disease Communication Center is now supported entirely by the horse industry or members of it, owners, veterinarians, and companies. Many of the large breed associations, Quarter Horse Association, Paint Horse, um, Thoroughbred, the Jockey Club, all support the Equine Disease Communication Center. As of now, we have 70 supporting sponsors. They're all listed on the website. And that is, um, we try to get them, individuals, to support with a three-year pledge because we have to work, we have to have a plan for the next budgeting for the next few years. And so we ask for that three-year pledge. Um, once the USDA stopped funding, um, although we've had continued support, it is not up to what we need annually now. So although we have some in reserve, we are now going to go into fundraising phase. We're going to have to get a more people to understand how important this is and how to donate. You can donate on the website, either by submitting a form with a check. You can submit now directly to the AEP Foundation in the category of the EDCC. And there's a new link on the, or will be a new link on the website. We'll go directly to that and you can donate. So it's really important that everybody understand that this is a service that doesn't come without some cost. And so uh, it's very important people need to, to understand how to donate. The cost, the cost is now the budget at 100,000 a year. That may sound like a lot, but when you consider two people working seven days a week, uh, needing support from, for um, things like um, flyers, advertising, things like this, and it is important that um, they also know that USCF, U.S. Equestrian Federation, and the AEP are huge in-kind donors. USCF does all of the IT work, has a call center, all that's covered by them. AEP, there's an office set up, uh, communications all go through that, the website and everything is uh, <clears throat> part of that is from the AEP. So um, organizations can also help that way, but right now we need funding and we need to come up with a way to be have it sustainable every year. And another way that you're getting this information out is you've got a new app that you launched this year. We knew that we were going to have to have something simple and easy for, to get the word out. And so I pushed for an app, and again, USCF stepped up and literally made this app, which is based on our website. So you can go in and tap the app with your finger on your phone, goes immediately to the alert page to find out what's happening right now. You can get biosecurity information. You can get fact sheets about diseases, and these are easily shared. It can be printed out, posted with owners, other veterinarians. Uh, that part of it is working now. And Dr. White, how would you recommend that veterinarians use the Equine Disease Communication Center for their behalf with their clients? It's always been my vision that this is not just an alert system, this is an educational resource. 
And so we've gone to great lengths to link to educational resources about diseases, about biosecurity. We're not done with that. There's more to be added. And so <clears throat> the veterinarian, I think, benefits. They can look at the disease fact sheets. Let's use an example of herpes. It tells similar to what you would have in your AAP form, but it written for owners. And so if you share that, it goes through all the different things, the, the cause of the disease, the signs of the disease, how to manage it with biosecurity. It's all right there in a one or two page fact sheet. And so to me, the benefit to the veterinarian is that when they're talking to this about their client, they can hand them this information on their phone and in fact, the owner can get it on their phone and have it right there. So EDCC to me, again, it's not just an alert system. This needs to be what I want to consider as the universal educational resource for infectious disease in horses. Well, and I think you're well on your way to, to making that happen. I mean, it's, it has been a great boon, I think, to the veterinary community as well as the horse industry. And I'm Looking forward to seeing it grow. I know we use it a lot to help share accurate, science-based information that we can trust. There's no rumors. It's all been vetted out, if you'll pardon the pun, before it ever gets out. So veterinarians can trust this information. Horse owners can trust this information. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about the Equine Disease Communication Center? One of the things that we need to happen is to have veterinarians submitting reports on diseases that haven't been reported. In states where a disease is a reportable disease, we always work with the state veterinarian to make sure it's accurate, confirmed, and so that there's no conflict between what they're saying and what we're reporting. So we take exactly what they say and, and that's what's reported. We also take information from veterinarians, practicing veterinarians on diseases that are not reportable in that state, such as strangles or flu, <coughs> coronavirus, something like that that isn't reportable in a state, we'd like to get that posted. And we're encouraging practicing veterinarians to report these diseases. It's easy to do. You go to the website, you go to the form, you press on the form and it brings you up the questions to fill out about that disease. When you're done, you press submit, it goes to us, and it gives you a copy. So you know exactly what you've said, and we have that information. We take that information, put it in the database, develop a, an alert, and then post it. So the more veterinarians can provide that information to us, the more owners are aware, the less rumors will be spread about this particular disease, and hopefully the horse industry benefits from better health for the horse as well as better economic benefit. Well, I can tell you that the industry has already benefited from the Equine Disease Communication Center. I see it every time that we post something and people look at it and share it and they talk to each other in the comments, you know, if we've posted it on Facebook and say, this is the information, you can trust this. The other was a rumor, here's the fact sheet, and they will even go pull the fact sheets up if we haven't done it. So it's great to have this, and I really appreciate you kind of spearheading this effort over the years and trying to get this done. The, the whole industry has benefited from it. And this is Kim Brown reporting to you on the Equine Disease Du Jour podcast for Equimanagement. Thank you. 
thank you to Merck Animal Health for sponsoring today's Disease Du Jour podcast.